As we walked along the pathway that looped around the lake, I told him about my patient and the threat. I told him how scared I was and how desperate I was and why I couldn't go to the police. Why don't you just give him the files? He said. I told him about therapist-patient confidentiality, about how Sarah didn't want her husband to have the files. And I can't destroy them for the same reason, I said. I have to put my patient's interests first. First before your daughter's? (sighs) That hurt. I said, I'm trying not to have to make that choice. We walked in silence for another moment. This guy has told you in the clearest terms how much of a threat those files are to him, right? Yes. Then use them. Make a copy, give the copy to a trusted friend with clear instructions, and explain to the guy that if anything ever happens to you or your daughter, the files get released and the whole world learns of what he likes done to him in bed. I couldn't live with the uncertainty, with the waiting to see how he copes with that. I need to do something now and know it's been handled. You're afraid he'd think it was a bluff? Because, from what you've told me, having the world know his proclivities is about this guy's greatest fear. He's a master at manipulation. I don't want to guess and wonder. I want it to end. Isn't that what you do, bring things to an end? I was watching him as we walked, and he was watching me. For the first time in a long time, I felt as if someone were seeing more than I might have wanted him to as if he were seeing a ruthlessness in me that I didn't even know I had until that moment. Dr. Snow, it sounds like you're asking me to kill someone. I didn't know how to answer. I could only think of the way Michael had picked up the picture of Dulcie, about how much he'd found out about her, about how powerful he was. Am I mistaken? I want the threat to go away. I was shaking. The words had come out of my mouth. They were mine. But what I was saying was horrific, even given the circumstances. Could I do this? Ask for this? Is that the only way for you to make the threat disappear? I asked him. A woman walked by then, dark, slight, about thirty, lovely and sexy in a subtle way. Rain followed her with his eyes, and I sensed, almost smelled a response in him. Like an animal, he reacted physically. He came awake. The request forgotten for the moment, I observed Rain as if he were in my office. The conversation had aroused him. He became aware of my observations. What? He said. Talking about this, you're excited by it, aren't you? You want me to give you the charge. You want to take on my request. It's energizing you, sexually. I realized what I was doing shook my head. I'm sorry, I said. Occupational hazard. I can't seem to get away from wanting to help people reach insights about their psyches and psychology. I don't want you to be uncomfortable. I'm not. I'm intrigued. Have you ever been in therapy? An army psychiatrist had a go at me a long time ago. I shook my head. You're good, Dr. Snow. Rain said. I hadn't thought of it in those terms, but yes, maybe it is sexual. Suddenly, sadly, watching Rain respond to my analysis, I understood something about myself. I don't think I can ask you to help, I said. I just realized how much I'd lose of myself if I were ever responsible for someone's death. What I do is help people come alive, help them realize their full potential as sexually, emotionally intimate beings. 
I could never interfere with a life, even for Dulcie's sake. I wish things could really be that simple. What do you mean? I asked. When a soldier has to make a decision, or a cop, or a doctor, you might save one life at the expense of another. You might save the wrong life and sacrifice the wrong one, too. You're trained to make those decisions. I'm not. You're taught how to cope with the results. I'm not. Will that matter if you make the wrong decision here? Have you ever made the wrong decision? 